Hey Rick, would you like to coach more efficiently, be more athlete-centered, led by data, and get some awesome results? Oh, yes. All right, well then Coach Tools is the coaching platform for you. Coach Tools is a coaching platform with all the necessary coaching tools in one place, from planning sessions to caring about your people. It is an easy-to-use platform for coaches, head of coaches, managers, and directors with an athlete-centered approach. With efficient digital tools, you will save your time, improve the quality of your work, and enable you a way to succeed. Rick, why don't you go ahead and tell all the listeners all the benefits they'll get by signing up with Coach Tools? Well, first of all, you will be much more efficient with your practice planning because you can plan it within a couple of clicks. Then um, you can be proactive for your athlete overload with exertion follow-up. Um, what is also very, very beneficial, and that is actually my favorite part about Coach Tools, that you can build closer relationships and better trust with them and get and give feedback through an athlete-centered coaching approach. That's the hallmark of Coach Tools. Um, you understand much more better their moods, their expectations, their values and goals, because after every game, after every practice, they fill out the very, very simple questionnaire and communication is so, so easy. And you can set up cheats and you can set up all the goals and you can follow it up, you can follow it up very, very quick, easily. And then um, this is also very valuable benefit is you enhance the learning of your athletes. You can illustrate drills, content, uh, tactics with the drawing board and you can store it at all one place and you can access this all the time you can share it with your club you can share it with someone else with other coaches and then um, all the information are always available for athletes and the coaches just one click and it's very easy um, it's very easy designed on on top of this there are many many more valuable tools which you can explore when using coach tools yeah, so as Rick said, there's so much more that you can do with Coach Tools. And, and all of our listeners can get a 20% discount on their first year subscription. All you guys need to go is to go to www.coachtools.net. That's www.coachtools.net and click start free trial and just mention that we, we brought you there from the Coach Edward podcast. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Coaches Road podcast presented by Coach Tools. Today, we are doing just a Rick and Derek episode. We are going to be reflecting back on our seasons um, this past year, I was with the, the U13 Valkonen team, um, with the Junior Pelicans, Rick, with the U15 Academia team. So we're just going to reflect back on the process, what went well, what, uh, what didn't go so well, what we, can, uh, what we can improve, what we can learn, and things like that. So um, don't really have a, a set structure for this reflection, just going to go through the season and, and talk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, let's just kick it off right away. So, Rick, um, just kind of overall, what what are your thoughts about the season, and um, you know, what uh, what are you what are you thinking about? Of, <clears throat> I'm sorry. First of all, I think it was a very it was a very very uh, long season. I think we started end of July and we finished like mid April or something. So we were like about eight months on the ice. But um, I mean, the season was about eight months plus the we had the 
preparation as well in uh, May and the half of June. So, um, so it was pretty long overall. So, but the good thing about if the season is that long, um, you have a lot of time, and that means uh, you have a lot of time to actually to get to know your players. So that's a very very positive aspect, and to actually maybe build some relationships with them. Either they are they are, they are more positive or some of them are maybe not so positive that's also part of coaching or um and i think that's that's the first point i have on my mind it was a pretty long season but overall like um there are positive aspects to it that you actually have the possibility to spend a lot of time with the players yeah i i do i think that's probably the biggest positive for how long the seasons are here in finland i mean we started in may 1st with with our groups and um we had july off and then we were on the ice three to four times a week plus games until um until april mid-april and for under 15s that makes a little more sense for under 13s um i think that was a lot of hockey we we barely had a week off at christmas um well we didn't technically even have a week off at christmas um so it's, it's a lot of hockey and it's a lot of practices and um I think that's something that I, I did the math the other day. Um, and if we include summer practices, um, my, my group had 160 practices between May to, to mid April. Um, mm. and then, and then games on top of that, um, which is quite a bit of hockey and quite a bit of training. So, um, it was, it was good. in, in that sense, like you said, you really got to get to know your players. You were with them you know, five, six days a week, which was um, nice in the relationship building aspect. Um, but, you know, explain your team a little bit more so we can set up the, the what happened with the season. So how many players did you have, um, the playing groups, and, and just how did how did your team work this year? Ah, that's a good question, actually. So we had, in total, we had, um, I'm not, I don't remember 100%, but um, I should have checked before, but I think we had about... Uh, 20 to 22 players um something like this and we had two goalies and this was our technically was our practice group and we had um, both from from september until december and from january until april we had two playing groups meaning that we had one practice group and uh we had two playing groups and because our like we didn't have so many players in our birth year and uh, we didn't have so many players in our team they actually got um got to play so some of the players um, especially we had some of the players who were really really driven and they got to play a lot in both playing groups i was actually also doing the math in total it's just the amount of games we had scheduled so i think in total from from including the preseason um then uh during christmas we had one friendly match and then Preseason, the season from September until Christmas, uh, the, the friendly match, and then the season after Christmas from January until April, and then the playoffs we had in total, like I think, scheduled about sixty-one games. But obviously, not not every player is able to attend the game because some of them are scheduled at the same time. So, I was checking. I think the maximum amount of games some of my players had was like. Uh, 33 regular season games then plus the preseason games so maybe some of them they played more than 40 games this season which is 
a lot in U four uh, in U fifteen. Uh, so it's it's quite much. And then, as I said, we had two playing groups. Um, we had two playing groups, and then uh, for the actually this we had our practice group as well, and we practiced usually um, four times a week, four times off the ice, four times on the ice, and then plus the games. And then for the games we usually got because we had in total plus our plus the triple A team, uh, so there was triple A, double A, and single A from um, from September until Christmas, and then from uh, January until April, we had AAA and uh, both of our playing groups played in single A. But even though we played in single A after Christmas, I want to note that it was definitely everyone agreed on also inside the league and inside the team that all the coaches it was definitely more like double A level. Um, but um, the games, but anyway, for the games, we usually got some of the players uh, from from the AAA teams because otherwise they 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 wouldn't play so much so actually every weekend was a lot of managing who was going to play where so everyone is going to play but at the end of the day even though we got some of the players from the AAA team that everyone everyone played quite much and everyone played to their um amount of time i actually everyone played kind of like um how much he was, mo how much the player was motivated to play. So obviously there was that piece that the ice time was deserved, but at the same time everyone still got um, everyone still got a lot of ice time this year. So everyone, because especially in this age, it's very very essential that they get the feeling of playing. And so um, everyone everyone got to play quite much this season. So that's that's a positive aspect. Obviously, obviously I know that's the. I know we played a lot of games and maybe it's a little bit too much, but um, there are still positives and advantages uh, to that side as well. So, um, but yeah, overall it's it's very long and it's eight, eight months of hockey. It's obviously there there is a lot of things that we know that are not optimal. But I'm 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 looking I'm 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 evaluating now everything from a little bit more from the positive side in that sense. Yeah, and I think that's good. Like, uh, you know, I, I think it was better because it was that, you know, maybe that situation where you didn't have the three playing groups and then the games would have gone down and not everyone would have gotten enough games. So I think it's always better to have more um, more playing groups in that sense where you get more games and everyone will have an equal chance to, to play in games and, and things like that, which is, I think, a really positive aspect for for the players because they all got that yeah. opportunity to play yeah. at the appropriate level as well um and and i think that's important and um just to quickly go through like my my group it, it works very similar and this is um um where i think there's like a, a lot of really good opportunity for for players and in finland is you have you know, one practice group of my, my group had, for example, 26 players and three goalies. And within that practice group, we had two playing teams. Um, and so, you know, it, it it works out in the way that everyone gets to play, you know, in the games on the weekend, but you have enough players at practice and you're not kind of wasting um, a full sheet of ice for only like 13 players. Um, so it's, it's nice in that sense. And I, I think... Um, for for my group, it was like I, I think the most games that one person played was probably like thirty, um, not counting the tournaments because the tournaments here uh, work a little bit differently, where you have like five games in one day and then like 
30 minutes long. So uh, counting all of that in just one game, um, they probably played about 30, 30 game days. Um, but it was a really um, good group of kids, I think, with, with me. And um, I had one Canadian goalie who didn't speak any Finnish, so it was nice to, to speak or have a player that, that kind of um, was in the same situation I was. And, and he, I think, learned more Finnish in the set, uh, six months he was on my team than I have in three years in Finland. But, um, you know, that's that's an issue for me. Um, but anyway, um, like it, an issue like for me, meaning that um, it's my fault I haven't learned Finnish. Um, so anyway, I, it was a it was a good group of kids, group, good group of players. And then, you know, my my coaching group was really good as well. I think um, we had uh, remember back from our seventh episode um, the skill development roundtable. We had Yako Ratu on, and he was our head of coach, both of our head of coaching actually this year, um, and he was with us uh, about once every two weeks. And then we had our our coaching staff of me and one of the students, um, and then one of the one of my other coaches had been a student in the Finnish side of of Viramaki's school, and then um, finally we had a couple of, of parent assistant coaches and. I have to say some of my my favorite parents parent assistant coaches to work with so far in my career so there's a good coaching staff so um now that we have kind of the the setups talked about and everything like that rick what what stands out to you as going well this season in, in your group um i need to say overall i had a like kind of difficult season just because of like um sometimes of how our practices went and um, the things that happened at the rink and the pro- problems that occurred but um seeing this from a positive side that was maybe one of the best things because i was in an environment where it's like you know where it's not everything optimal the atmosphere isn't 100 uh, how you want it to be so um most likely every every week or every day there were so many so so many problems that I, that I, that we had to solve or that i had to solve to take care of and then we had to talk a lot with the players about some of the things that happened on the on the daily ring on the daily basis. I, I would like now to pinpoint examples, but right now I don't I don't have any on my mind because. Um, but it's it's just like every day something small happened, and if you wouldn't address it, it would have led to bigger problems. Um, so in that that sense, it was really really essential that um, actually we did something about it or I did something about it because these these problems if if we would have just let them go um, I think it would have a negative impact on the environment uh, very very much and um, so and I also need to say that um, I'm, I'm, I'll be totally honest about it some of the players they came to me and we had some kind of some uh, some um, there was the perception of some some bullying issues and then uh, it's it's always a little bit difficult to take care of this because you're in the coach's room and um, because you 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 don't you don't track the players uh, you don't you don't hear them all the time you don't see what they do you don't see uh, what they speak obviously I understand a little bit Finnish and and obviously all the time it was this case then I I addressed it in the locker room and uh, made them consciously and then it was always a little bit for a time better but then um, sometimes uh, these kind of things happened again but I think the very positive thing about like working in this environment this last season working in this atmosphere was that really because um on the on the practices and overall like sometimes the atmosphere was 
was not as I as I as I would like to have it. It wasn't ideal. It wasn't optimal, but um, it was very valuable to like let's say for example if you if you work in a few years or maybe next season with with older players uh, and you are in a similar environment where uh, where where it's um, where you don't have good where you don't have the best relationships with the players and it has an impact on the environment you you know a little bit better how to handle the situation how to address it and then maybe also to turn things around um positively so um even though that was something that uh, wasn't so easy but uh, it was reflecting back it was it was something very very positive and um i also think about like if i think about this season like for me, obviously, I, I have a lot of things on my mind I would like to include in, in, in hockey and in teaching hockey. But this season wasn't so much about teaching about hockey because uh, the, the problems were the main thing and actually really taking care of that the problems are getting solved. So it was and the practices were like, obviously, if we had if we had some of the things, it was sometimes very, very um, time consuming to get the practices going. Uh, but once we were, once we got going, it was it it was okay, and um, so. Um, but but still, I think this is a this is a very very positive aspect, and this is something I really could take away from the season. And uh, obviously, and then you sometimes have the feeling that when when going to the rink, okay, um, you know how it has been the past days, past weeks. But then um, again, um, I, I think a mindset has helped a lot, and. Um, also our conversations on the podcast and the conversations you have individually with people so um it it definitely from that perspective it's something very very valuable uh for the future all right so the the thing that you know you feel really went well for you was the opportunity to to learn from a lot of those things and, and learn from you know like hey practices maybe not have been going the way that i want how do i still get through that how do i how do i overcome these challenges kind of thing so it's more of like a, a personal, you know, hey, this was good for me. This was good for my learning, for my development as a coach. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I mean it. Um, it's 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 good that you that you, that you uh, ask me because um, it's yeah, exactly that's how I mean it. Yeah. Um, and I probably have still some other points, but first I would like to know about you. What went well? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. So I had like a, a reflection meeting with. Um, with Yako and then I had a um, just a, a short shorter meeting with my my coaching staff and going through you know all of these all of these things and I think for me the the thing that I can highlight that went really well was um, the the cooperation with the coaches um, and and I think that what I mean there is everyone um, every one of my coaches they they appreciated I think my uh, philosophy my way of doing things and and they really bought into that and they really kind of um, helped be on the same page for the players as as I was and and I think I was really lucky there to end up with the coaching staff that I did because you know I think everyone knows that when you're working in youth sports it's heavily run by volunteers and um, to have volunteers that are so willing to kind of um, you know, not not put their own ideas, but but really share my ideas um, to the players and how I would like the the practices to run and everything like that. And um, then the cooperation part, like having their input and and having them be heard, 
um, and, and working with them to, to incorporate their ideas as well, I think went really well this year as well. Um, and we had some really good discussions, some really good, um, you know, hey, like, hey, let's change this in the drill and, and on the fly changes to practice on the fly changes um, during off fights and things like that. So it was kind of, um, it, it worked really well, our, our communication and our cooperation. And, um, and that was really, really nice. Probably the best, like I said at the beginning, one of the best experiences I've had with a, a coaching staff so far. And, um, the other thing for me that, that went really well is I think the, the confidence of my players um, increased a lot during the time I was with them. And um, I, I really liked to see that a lot of players got out of their shell and were really, um, you know, working on a couple things that they they wouldn't have done before um, or at the start of the season. And um, I think when I when I first started working with these players on the ice, it was um, it was very timid almost the environment and then very kind of afraid to make mistakes and afraid to to not be perfect and and they got really frustrated with themselves and really frustrated with their teammates when things didn't go perfectly um but then by the end of the season i think it was a lot more relaxed on the ice it was a lot more um you know a lot more patient with ourselves and with with our teammates and and everyone was comfortable you know messing up and everyone was comfortable you know, trying something new and not, and, and if it doesn't work right away, I'm not going to slam my stick. I'm just going to, I'm just going to learn from it and, um, kind of thing. And, and the, the frustration seemed to turn for a lot of the players from frustration on myself, like, Hey, I'm a bad player. That was a, a bad mistake. I can't do things to like that, like to, to almost a positive frustration, like, Hey, you know, that didn't, that didn't work that time. Um, what what seemed to go wrong and, and how do I make it better the next time kind of thing and um, of course you know they're young they, they still had their frustrated moments and and moments where they were um, you know still reacting poorly it's not like um, you know it's not like it, it ended up perfectly every single day by the end of the season but just overall I think that the the confidence of the players and the willingness to try new things um, and, and kind of push themselves um, really improved and I, I think that was from the environment that my coaches were able to to create on the ice um from that how much time did it take until uh, the environment uh, evolved to this um i would say really really noticeable after i got back from um christmas and then uh, like a couple weeks after that so i would say like maybe by the end of january so it took from like august to january until it was you know noticeably different um, and the notice, the, the most noticeable part for me was the interactions with teammates, like not getting frustrated with my other teammates mistakes, um, really, really showed me that, that we were growing in that way. Um, and, and after, after Christmas ish and in January time, um, they, they just seemed to be a lot more comfortable on the ice and a lot more willing to, um, kind of push themselves. Um, and. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was really nice to see and, and something that yeah. I'm I'm very proud that we were able yeah. to, to do that this year. And so, like, because you said that this this environment has been evolving so much, but like, um, so how did you do it? Did it just happen, or <laughs> did it? How how did you emphasize it? That's what I mean. So that the players are conscious about it. Um. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think we did anything special. I think okay. it was just the, the, the philosophy that we had 
um you know and i think it it, it it's kind of um it, it comes from previous coaches i think and previous atmospheres when when players arrive to you tense and everything like that um but i i think like the things that really um i'm really happy with is you know, like on the on the first day of summer practices, I told them, you know, by the end of the practice, I'm going to know everybody's name, and for every name I don't know, I'll do ten push-ups, and and then I spread it to my coaching staff. And by the end of the day, um, all three coaches that were at that first practice, we missed one name between the three of us, and um, like we each did it individually, um, and we like everyone, the other two coaches were had their backs turned and covered their ears while one coach went and, and went through all the names and we had to do 10 push-ups at the end of the day. And, and I, I thought that was really, um, that was really, uh, impressive, like impressive from my other coaches and, 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 and impressive from the kids because they really bought into it. As soon as they heard that they, um, you know, they had some smiles on their face and stuff like that. And, and, um, you know, the one, the one thing that we said was like, you have to help us, um, learn your name. So every time we come to talk to you today, you know, t say your name and things like that. And they really bought into that. Um, but then I think the other thing that we did really well is once we get on, once we got on the ice, we didn't have any, um, we had high expectations for effort, I think, but we didn't have high expectations for skill. Um, and we didn't have high expectations for perfection and, and it really took players time to get used to that, I think. And I don't think all of them did. Um, but it, it really um, started to show in January how the relaxed nature of us coaches kind of started to spread to the kids. And and then just um, also talking to the players that had more, um, more aggressive reactions, more, um, more dramatic uh, reactions to making mistakes or teammates making mistakes and and it, it's not always um it wasn't easy with every single player but just just talking to them and, and saying like hey um you know hey like we we understand like it, we we played hockey it's frustrating to to not get something right away we we get it but we can't react like that we have to react more positively and and so when when mistakes happen like you just you swallow it and you you try harder the next time or you try it again and see if it goes better and and then after a couple of times if it doesn't go better you ask for help um kind of thing um you know it didn't work for every player of course but um i think just this the atmosphere that we created and, and and slowly going away from the the previous i think previous expectations of perfection um from on these kids to to just hate try hard every single day, try something new every single day. And that's, that's what makes us happy. And that's what gets us excited to, to help you and things like that. So, um, I, I don't, I don't think it's right for me to take credit for, for that change in behavior. I think it's more just, um, it, it's just more how we approached every day on the ice mm -hmm. and, and how the players were, um, were just more comfortable every single day um yeah it's like what you have been mentioning it's like um the the one metaphor dr cassidy preston was mentioning in our podcast for example if you're a pilot and you if you're flying an airplane 
and the airplane is 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 crushing you can't just leave the airplane you actually still need to need to do something about it that reminded me about uh what you have been just describing right now and i think because i was watching unfortunately i watched only two of your practices but our practice schedules were always pretty much at the same time so i think i watched one practice and i don't know actually exactly what time of the year it was but um i also think that there was a lot of things that you have been mentioning actually happening on the ice as well and something i found found really really cool is that uh when i watched the first practice when on the one side the players played game on the other side the players they were just they could just be themselves and they were shooting pucks and they were just fist bumping and maybe passing and just just having having a lot of fun and especially in this age groups it's so it's so so essential like we are there well obviously the 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 learning aspect is in every age group very important but actually like the um, developing the passion and the love for the game and just being there is so essential as well so i think you could really see that and something i really like when i was watching your last practice um it was actually the last practice of the season you just had the tournament left um and then um when when you had the penalty shootout and the one team won how everyone was like going on the ice and uh, really hugging each other and and jumping on each other they were so extremely excited it was like it was like any and like like you know it from 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 for example from uh from from games on the tv and everything and like when 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 teams are winning something or when a penalty important penalty shootout so that was i i definitely think that what you have been right now is uh, was actually also uh happening on the ice and it was really nice to see and then I have one other point, positive point in terms of what went actually well regarding the season with the players. And I think that something that went really, really well is that like um, relationship building process, um, especially because I I did a lot of informal relationship building with, with some of the players. And um, like at the beginning, especially of the season, it was a lot of messaging and then also talking a lot of um, daily base i like every day i pulled some of the players over and i spoke with them uh in general um and um that that like just about everything how the practice went but this uh like uh like you remember what daniel church said sent in our podcast who is the elephant in the locker room so what what is actually not going so well what what do we maybe need to address and some of the players they 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 really started to trust me and again like speaking about informal informal relationship building process i was one of one of my players i was uh, picking up on a on a regular base uh, from home and uh, that spending time in the car and just thinking about how he how he how he got into the car the first time versus the last few times it was a huge difference in our communication and how we how um how we interacted together and like really being able to spend so much time with him and still then staying with him for example in the touch for the future um it's something it's something very very meaningful and especially like these these mem these mem memories uh, and these moments being together with him and um and that's like something because the like uh because we have been discussing informal relationship building uh, process so much and because he like what I really liked about him is that when when he had always something when he couldn't come he he was always sending me sending me messages and everything. Uh, because, um, 
at the beginning of the season he was on a different team but then he joined our team and then at some point he was messaging me that um hey i don't have a ride today but um i know him also that he wouldn't he wouldn't like ask immediately so i just said okay i can pick you up and then um and then it just started to happen all the time he needed a ride um i was i was able to pick him up and it's not about it's not about the the additional money you spend it's much more important that you are actually able to to get to know the player and to get to know the person and then you have a, to build a good relationship uh with him and we had some we had some really good conversations and uh and it was really also interesting to see how his how his life is outside getting outside of school and something also that went uh, because this this had an effect on something else that went really well that you realize much more better like um who are who are best buddies uh, in the team i mean and that that's something you can just like you can talk with them about what do they do in their free time and when they do it and uh, and then um and then obviously you can maybe have also with him i had maybe one or two like a little bit more guiding conversations and that was that that was really really fun to make this kind of experience yeah and, and that's something that i recognized when we were you know we would go get wings or something like that throughout the season that you know just that you always had something to to say about the relationships you had with your players and um, I think that's really important as a as a coach to to have that with with your players and um, and make sure that you know you are taking care of you know who are they outside of the ice and um, you know how what do they like to do with their friends and, and things like that. So it's um, I think that's that's something that you you did extremely well um, from from my experience this year, like just listening to you throughout the season. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And something I would like to add to this as well is that um, it also had an effect towards X because we were, I was also talking with my with one of my assistant coaches about it. Um, he was a he was a dead coach, and I we have a really good relationship as well. And um, uh, we actually agreed also on that um, towards the end of the season that especially from mid January until we played um, until the end of the season, like the environment was also just improving so what i was mentioning previously like and i think it was also because of the relationships and uh there was def it definitely evolved in a, in a in a good direction and there was there was there were there was starting to be like a like a little bit of a of a culture because obviously what we um um what we also know it takes a lot of time but there was at least some fundamental and um it was good that the players were were grasping it and that they actually and towards the end of the season i also felt that they bought much much more into uh, the, the overall coaching approach yeah yeah sorry um yeah they have they that that is like something that um i think is and, and i don't know i wanted to talk to you about this as well but um I don't know if it takes longer because of the language barrier, but um, like I, I think that that is something that I've really noticed here in in Finland is that it does take players a little bit longer than, for example, in the states to to really buy into the coaching approach. I think, and and I think that that is just um, I mean it might be culture as well, but I think the language barrier it plays a part for sure. Um, but I, I also think it's it's really um, it's really valuable to see when they do, you know, because it, it shows that if, you know, if you really are consistent day to day and, and with who you are and how you coach and how you interact with the players, then, then it, it you know, it does take a little bit of time, but you know, they, they buy in and, and when they buy in it, it, it starts to, I think really 
really help mm. things out and things like that. And, um, but I think that that's just kind of maybe, uh, or maybe it's because it's just different than, than the other coaching um, processes they've faced before or they've had before. Um, that might be part of it too. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What, what Do you have any thoughts on that or anything like that? No, I, I also adding to this, I also definitely think so because um, um, it, I also feel like it takes them much more time to buy in. And I, I also think that is because I was thinking about this because just Finnish people are a little bit more reserved. Uh, that's in their naturality. Uh, um, but I don't I don't mean this in any way negative. I, I want to highlight that as well. I think it's something very, very positive because Finnish people are very, very, very kind people and extremely helpful. Um, but I think because um, and also I think that what I what I feel like for them also from some of my players for them like their their friendships and their family life it's something really really important to them so um, it takes just takes just a little bit more time and a little bit more conversations actually to 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 buy into uh, or actually that they buy into you as a person and that they that they communicate with you more and that you build this relationship with them but it takes takes a little bit more time but at the end of the day there's there's a way and um, also, if you if you adjust a little bit to their culture, they they appreciate it a lot, um, like really, really a lot. And I have a question for you. Um, I think it's a very, very uh, I like that question a lot. And I think it's something very meaningful. So um, did you have any favorite moments during this season? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, it's a tough it's a tough question, you know, you know, right off the bat like that, no preparation, because there's a lot of moments, I think, throughout the season. But um, for me, I think, you know, I had this one player who who grew, he grew a lot as just a kid, um, you know, and he had a lot of um, frustration and, and emotional control issues early on in the season. Um, but I think he, he got so much better throughout the year and so much more calm and so much more focused on the right things. Um, and then during our playoff game, um, our, our, our bronze medal game, um, there was about 10 minutes left and he got kicked out of the game for saying F you to the referee three times. Um, and, you know, that moment right there wasn't particularly my favorite, but I went to him after the game and I, and I called him out of the locker room and I said, Hey, um, you know, it's, it's all right. I understand it's your first playoff game, you know, and your, your emotions won today, learn from it. And, and, um, and you know, like next time, you know, better, like, you know, better, you know, and, and things like that. And you can find a better and more positive solution and then reaction. And he like, he listened and he understood and, um, he, he didn't, you know, put his head down and, and kind of, um, be kind of uneasy. You know, he, he looked me in the eye and, and he nodded and he said, you know, okay, like I understand. And, um, my, my favorite moment coming from that is him reacting that way to me because at the beginning of the year, you know, he, <clears throat> he would, you know, turn his back. He would, um, skate or skate skater walk away he would um, just just not listen not care or things like that um, 
but then at the end, you know, he was able to, to look me in the eye and, and nod and, and say, yeah, I understand. And, um, that, that was one of my favorite moments because it showed his growth and that's not something I take credit for, um, because he, he did have, um, you know, help in school and, um, and at home and everything like that. There was a lot of influences on, on his behavior change this year. And, um, but it was one of my favorite moments because it showed that, you know, he wanted to be better. He wanted to get better and things like that. Um, and then one of my other favorite moments was um, actually after the season, pretty much. It was a couple of weeks ago at our, our kind of closing ceremony for the club. And um, I showed up and none of the players expected me to be there because it's an hour long presentation and finish. Um, and I didn't even expect to be there. But um, I went because it's just five minutes from my apartment and I didn't have anything to do. Um, because you forget, you know, you, when you have practices four nights a week for um, eight months, you kind of get bored the first week after after the season ends. And That's it, true. Away. Um, but anyway, so I went and all of my players smiled when they saw me and, you know, gave me some fist bumps and um, and things like that. And then they were like asking, you know, hey, where are you going next year? Are you going to be our coach next year? And... Um, and oh, like, um, you know, come back and, and visit us and, and make sure that you're, you know, you, you see us again and things like that. So um, that was really special for me because it, I think it, um, it it just highlighted, I think, the relationship I had with the players. And um, I think that was really nice to see um, that they, they were happy to see me one more time kind of thing. Um, what about you? Any, any favorite moments for you? Yeah, I, I definitely have. And I think overall, like, I think that's like the moment you described recently was like a reunion moment. And it's really nice that they actually li were living it up so much and we're giving you fist bumps and asking you about you coming again. And um, I have, I definitely have one favorite moment that uh, because that's something I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about in terms of how things have been developing during the season, because we had a lot of games and a lot of time we had issues on the bench, uh, like just like typical complaints about ice time. Why is this player going? And just maybe some things on the bench that you should not say on, on the bench um, towards your coaches and towards your peers. Uh, but we were addressing this then as well. But anyway, um, when we when we had the playoffs, um, um, we lost we lost the semi-final game and then we played the Bronx game and um, in the the Bronx game we had to play away and so we were leading 5-3 I think like there were still like six minutes to go or something um, something like this and then um, and then the the op opponent scored the fourth goal and I also know from my players, and that's something I'm I'm proud of. That um, this is this this was the most difficult place for them to play at all. Uh, it it was just the most difficult place to play for them. And um, then we were leading five four, and then just there were like five minutes left on the bench. Uh, but then obviously then uh, we 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 played I think pretty much defensive zone for five minutes straight. <laughs> Uh, but at the end, we had a positive outcome. But just the um, just the competitiveness they showed the last five minutes, and especially how 
they cheered on the bench. It was really like um, the Leonard spirit, you know. Uh, everyone was, you, you know, you know what I mean from from Leonard and from the Finnish national teams, and it's 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 really really tough to describe because it's a very magical feeling, and that's the that's the only time I had this feeling this year on the bench, and I think because of that um, the the outcome was so positive at the end um, in the last game, and it had it had a huge huge influence, and that that was definitely one of my favorite moments, and really being there on the bench and also knowing that in that situation that. I can, I can, I really, really trust the players. Uh, so uh, that's really, that was a very, very good moment, and uh, that's, I think that's that's a moment I will not uh, forget uh, for a very, very long time in in my coaching because that's that's the spirit you want to have on on the bench. That's the cohesion you want to have, and then also then it shows that it was worth it to invest in so many team building activities because. Uh, the last five minutes, they were so close as I have never seen before. And then, um, obviously, we won the, from an outcome perspective. We still got the bronze medal. Um, and then on hey, on the way, your bronze medal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. And then um, on the way home, the the players they were so relieved because. Uh, uh, because I know some of them, they really, they really, they really worked hard the entire season, and uh, so, and then just the atmosphere, and the bus, and the happiness, and they were just sending million pictures in the group chat, and uh, and it was a very like you know it, like they they were celebrating obviously in an age appropriate way, uh, <laughs> but it no was champagne. like a very, no no champagne, uh, maybe a little bit Coca Cola, but uh, that's okay. Um, and they also gave me a water shower, but uh, yeah, and uh, so, but then just the overall happiness in the bus, but especially those last five minutes on the bench and this continuous fighting and really pushing not to get scored again and really the belief and the uh, resiliency and um, overall, like, I have one more question for you. Is there anything you are specifically proud of your players um, that in general of your group. Yeah, I, I think for me, it just goes back to the, the confidence they have now. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, what it's going to look like for them next year. And, and actually their practices have already started um, <laughs> yeah. again. So um, th they get their, their vacation at the middle of June. So um, I, I think they'll make it. But anyway, I think for me, um, the, the thing I'm proud of the most is, is how the majority of them and the majority of the time they are relaxed on the ice and comfortable on the ice and, and willing to, you know, at the beginning of the season, again, it was more make the, the safe and, and easy play um, and, you know, not, and, but it, then if you make a mistake, get really hard on yourself. But now they were more willing to, um, try to make the harder player, try to make the more creative play. And um, if it doesn't go right, then it doesn't go right, you know, and, and we we learn from that. Um, so I think that's probably the thing that I am most proud of is is um, is just their ability to, you know, relax for themselves um, and, and kind of take it a little bit more easy and, and understand that, you know, that stuff happens. That's how we learn um, and things like that. So, um yeah, I would say that's it for me. So what about you? Anything that you're particularly proud of? Yeah, um, because I was mentioning it like 
overall like how resiliency the players were uh, that's something I'm, I'm really really excited about and i i was wondering so often on the bench about this how is this possible because um regardless of the issues we had they 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 were really like close with each other the players uh, really really close and i don't know if the team building activities helped or something but um maybe for the last game what i was just describing previously but i also know that they spent some of them they spent a lot of time and their free time together and that's really really nice and um because we were we had a lot of like i think all the games we had positive outcomes we were technically never leading not not in a single game we were leading and some of the games we were down like two goals three goals uh, i don't know if we were ever down four goals maybe once but i don't remember 100 percent uh, but anyway every game we had a positive outcome we were down and uh, then with every game technically we had a positive outcome uh we were down and we turned it around and it was just i i don't i don't know why that was or how that was or if there was i don't i don't want to say that anything particular but it's and i also know that this is this is an age group where maybe still a lot of goals get scored and everything um but but still like just uh just the sense of like um Overall, like when we were down, that they actually, and even 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 we got goals scored on. Like that was also something I was very surprised about. They never, when we got a goal, they hardly came on the bench and they complained. They were just they were just keeping competing, and that's uh, I don't know if it's because we were counting a lot of goals in practice and added this component to our practice. It's something very I think it should happen automatically, but it was just during the games they were very resilient and. Uh, we we had so many comebacks. It's uh, it's insane, and obviously, obviously, I know that a lot of goals get scored in this age group. But um, it's it's something that was uh, that's something still I'm pretty proud of. That I I still know how it happened or whatever. But it was I I really liked it. Yeah, that's good. I think it shows some grit. Some yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Um... Okay, I wanna I wanna finish with one with one one thing here. So, what are what are the some of the things you're gonna um, do differently or improve next year? Mm, what I'm going to do differently and what I'm going to improve is that um, probably I I like the i'd say i think what i'm going to improve is i'm just thinking about more like long term wise um like of course i was thinking about how much ice time we have but i mean there's there's so especially when you are eight months on the ice during the season there's so much ice so um there's a lot of time uh, to utilize the ice also actually to uh teach so i think like and I, I was I was definitely trying to teach. That's that's not the point I'm, I want to make. But I mean, just like in that sense that um, it's okay sometimes to to pause and exercise and not just to keep going all the time. But um, I think that was also a little bit. Maybe I was also adjusting a little bit due to the environment, but um, my my behaviors. But still, I think like overall, like um, on the ice that, uh, and I don't I don't want to say that I don't coach because I think there's certainly moments that. I was coaching, but being, I think, being more consciously aware of um, how much ice time you actually have over the long-term season 
and how much time you can actually spending on what you want to do in practice um just letting them do experiencing discovering exploring but then also like um giving valuable feedback i think that's maybe something i want to improve if you if it makes sense yeah yeah like more like like more group feedback you mean no not group feedback just also also i think there was a lot of group feedback but i mean also like 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 in the like we we were giving feedback and i was also giving um individual feedback but more like teaching more consciously and really helping the players to understand what we are working for and or how we are work i had the idea always in my mind and with with some of the players i was they were curious i was able to communicate it but regardless of um maybe their um their interest it's it's still my responsibility to actually then to teach what what we try to do so um if 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 they are there there should be still there should be still a certain interest and that should be i should um that's maybe i should something that's something i should improve okay yeah nice <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't know i i just like um i i unfortunately didn't get to see any of your practices this year but mm. um i i think that's a an important thing to note like making sure that when when you run like a small year game for example like you have a clear image in your head why you're running that game why the rules are the way that they are but making sure that the players know that as well and know that like have their intentions set on hey this rule exists because we're working on this you know and we mm -hmm. want to get better at this so their intentions are set for that activity um and they can connect it better to the the bigger game i think is is quite important and off, on top of this i definitely want to i think that's that connects it much better to the point i was trying to make i just want to try to become a better salesman of my vision of how i want to play how i want to teach and everything around this i think that that summarizes it much much better mm. yeah yeah okay nice um, uh, what about you yeah um i think for me the the biggest thing is um I, i'm just not so happy with um in the fall like after january our, our, our team atmosphere and everything like that was a lot better but i think for me the the fall was a really difficult time in the sense of there was a lot of uh um you know bullying and things like that going on in my group so i think um i actually i i exchanged a couple emails with one of our former guests laura andalin um about how to approach this better um and I have now a plan for for next year going into next year and um and so that's i think the thing to improve for myself is just the um you know hey laying out beforehand and having a meeting with the players and the parents and you know showing my expectations showing my vision showing my values um but then you know setting up a plan to um prevent bullying and, and to to deal with it when it does occur and um, and just having a more rigorous response um, to it right away and having a, having a, you know, a, a consistent response to it as well, um, I think is, is probably the biggest thing for, for me for next year. Um, because it, it, it matters so much, I think, um, to, to make sure that the players feel safe coming to practice and um, feel safe coming to 
coming to the rink and, and being who they are at the rink and being allowed to be themselves without feeling like they can't be um, and that they're going to be made fun of for it or something like that. So, um, you know, she gave me some great strategies um, that I think, um, I think early on when we resumed the podcast in, in August, like having that having an episode on just, you know, just bullying in sports and sure. and how to prevent it and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's something that I'm going to spend the summer really learning about and learning how to respond and how to resolve and, and, um, and things like that. Because um, while it got better last year, it, it got better, I think, just naturally. And I, I think that there should be some interventions that make it better quicker um and make it better for everybody quicker so um i think that's probably the biggest thing for me um moving into to next season yeah and especially like um it's it's an important piece in uh, in the in the younger age groups uh really making everyone like having a plan how how, how do you want to actually make uh, the players and what i think the in all time. age groups as well yeah in every age group it yeah of course happen in any age group it can 100% happen in every age group, but really having a plan at the beginning of the season, what to do, how to do, and um, if it happens, how to how to react, because there are maybe going to be cases where it's going to happen, but then it's much more, uh, much, much, much more important that um, how to how to react. And for me, I have one, one other point I really want to improve. I really want to become a... Uh, I really want to improve my leadership skills. That's something I want to really, really. Um, I would, that's something I really, really want to get better at. I, I, I can't describe it so much in depth, but I know that's that's something where I want to take my coaching, my personality, uh, just to just improve uh, for my players and for myself, and also for like for self confidence as a coach uh, overall. So that's something I'm. I, I really want to want to get better at. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that you never stop getting better at. And then a little teaser for our episode coming up in a couple of weeks of Aku, like it, you just never stop learning how to be a leader and how to be a better leader and things like that. And people, generations change, people change, the people working with you and, and um, the people you're leading, they always change as well. So you need to be able to adapt to lead them the best as well. So I think that's a, an important note. And I, I think one other thing for me to improve is just the, the language of the players that I'm coaching. Um, I need to learn that. And I think, um, again, if you listen in a couple weeks, you'll, you'll, you'll find out where we're going, but, um, it's an easier language to learn than it, it is. So yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's 100%. I'm, I'm, I feel a bit embarrassed that after having lived four years in Finland that I'm not able to speak Finnish, uh, but I don't think that's embarrassing at all because I, you know, yeah. it takes people 11 or 12 years to be fluent in Finnish. Yeah, actually, right now, right now I'm in Germany, and when I was traveling from uh, Finland to Germany with the ferry, I was in sauna, and there was two Finns, and they told me that they know a Spanish person who who learned Finnish within six months. I was like, okay, that's crazy. Okay, wow. <laughs> yeah, I wish that could have been me, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't have that motivation. But I have the motivation, yeah. I think, to learn the the next language. So, um, but anyway, I think that's uh, maybe a good place to. Nope, maybe not. Yeah, I have I have one more point regarding um, uh, what I've learned this season, and that's something I I think I, I wanted to m mention this anyway in the episode. Um, it's very short that um, regardless of 
any kind of problem that occurs, um, it's it's much much more important that, or if something if something um, if you mess up something, if you mess up something a situation, um, the situation is there, but then it's much more important actually to take action about the situation, what you actually do about it. Um, I give you an, uh, just a short example because we had well, when, uh, in January our playing groups played against each other and the first game was horrible. Um, the other team was outscoring the other one like 18 to 5 and that was never the intention, never the plan. So everyone was really, really bad. So I said I was doing some thinking and I was feeling really, really bad that evening as well. And then I was doing some thinking and then the next day I said to the players in the locker room, first of all, I apologize and I told them like next week we're going to take a one day at practice where we um, where we're going to have a regular game five against five. You take your jerseys, you take all your equipment. It's like a normal game and we replay this game, even though there are no more points for this game, but that they show that I actually that I do something about the situation. So that's that's what I mean by this. And that's, I think, a very, very powerful tool for the future for me yeah and i mean you know mistakes happen and things happen and it's more about how you react you know yeah i think it's important that if we teach our players that that we we follow that same thing so um yeah i think that's a an important thing to to keep going with and and keep learning about and, and learning how how to react in the most effective way possible for the the benefit of everybody um but yeah i think I think that's a, a good place to, to wrap up our season reflection. So thank you everybody for, for listening. Um, and, and hopefully you guys all enjoyed hearing about our 2021-2022 season. Um, and yeah, we'll see everybody next week with another episode of Go To Do Podcast. Bye.